at the first sign and get treatment immediately. Time counts. Learn more at montanastroke.org. A message from Montana DPHHS. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, I had to tell our Twitter peeps here, Tim. You know, I'm a little busy getting set up here in Glendive for the big uh, gate show. I got my remote broadcast equipment I got to set up. I'm still trying to see what's going on on the news, saying hello to our friends in Glendive here. So I, I shared this uh, via Twitter. Busy week at the Montana legislature, and it's a couple of photos of a couple of the drag queens that showed up in full regalia to testify at the Montana legislature. And uh, now, Tim, I know you've yeah. seen this here. The funniest thing about this photo to me is that, because you know your average Twitter user may not know this. Well, first off, to our friends in the Twitter uh, sphere out there, they're wondering. Uh, there was there was somebody who asked the question. Yeah, there was somebody who asked the question. What is the story here? What is going on? So the the bill is House Bill three fifty nine. And uh, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier in the week. Jeff Lasloffy from the Montana Family Foundation gave updates on this. Basically, it's this bill will say, hey, look, you know, you can't target kids with yeah. these with these drag shows. If and, you know, you basically, yeah, you, you got to be 18 to attend these drag show performances. So they're not banning drag shows at a bar in Bozeman, for example. They're saying you can't target kids with this stuff. And. Literally, the Democrats bring in the drag queens to testify in opposition to this bill. I don't think they help their case here. No, no. And it, you look at these pictures, and, uh, and there's an, uh, another photo from a different angle here, which uh, shows just how short the skirt is that this uh, individual, uh, um, Anastasia Smith, a.k.a. Diana Bourgeois, or whatever goes by, and it it's not making their case. It absolutely is not, because you see that, and you say, yeah, I agree with Representative Mitchell. I don't need my children to see that, but yet we have so many other things that we shield children from, and it's not a big deal, and you heard in, I think it was in Billings this past week, they're installing vape detectors, and they we recognize the danger of kids vaping. We don't allow them to, to buy alcohol or, or tobacco until they're a certain age, all these other things that we restrict them for age, but we're going to pump this sort of stuff into 10-year-olds and tell them that this is normal when you look at that and, uh, I mean, that has n- those the way that they're they're dressed up and performing here at the legislature is nothing compared to going to the circus and seeing the clowns. I mean, the clowns are mild compared to what these people are doing. Well, yeah, in the photo you referenced where it's got the drag performer in, like, the pink dress, the short pink dress, and, uh, you know, the you know, over-the-top makeup and everything like that. There's two young ladies in the photo in the background that I think basically, like, the look on their faces is is the reaction of most Montanans. The, these two young ladies are looking like, what in the world is going on here? But the funniest reaction, though, and this is where our friends in the in the Twitterverse uh, may not notice this. So if you look at this photograph that I just shared, twitter.com slash Aaron Flint, of the two uh, drag performers uh, at the legislature, in the background, if you zoom in, you'll see uh, you'll see a, a woman with short hair, a tie, and uh, it looks like a sport coat, but it's like a vest on. Uh, that is uh, S. K. Rossi, 
who used to be the head of the Montana ACLU, very radical left, very radical LGBTQ. So she's all about the drag uh, queen uh, shows for kids, right? But even the look on her face is like, what in the freak is going yeah. on here? So, like, her face alone is, like, the reaction of uh, uh, even of what Montanans are going to say to this stuff. Yeah, it, and you know that even when the left is saying, look, this is not helping our cause. And, and like I shared earlier, and you know, we want to be tolerant. We want to be accepting and say, okay, and you say it all the time. You do you, I'll do me, and as long as we don't cross with these things, we're, we're all fine. And I don't have any problem with these. It certainly is not my cup of tea or anything, but when they want, the question is, why do they want to perform for children? That's that's the biggest concern. Why do they think it is so important that minors see this, are exposed to this, and and whatever ideals they're trying to teach? And that's that's the biggest concern is it, trying to answer that why. Yeah, and you know, you just got elected as a county uh, school superintendent. You're also a pastor. Uh, you're a Lutheran pastor on the Mondakistan border. You got one church in Montana and another church in North Dakota yeah. that you help pastor. But I, you know, I remember our our friend uh, Rob Griggs. I don't know if you know Rob Griggs at all. Uh, great guy. Used to do weather on TV in the Billings area. He's also a pastor. And when the whole Drag Queen Story Hour uh, controversy was going on at Zoo Montana, I mean, he made a great point. He said, I, as a Christian pastor, this is Rob Griggs talking, obviously not me. Uh, he says, I, as a Christian pastor, don't talk to, don't go in and talk to little kids about uh, about my visions and my views of sexuality. Oh. Why are they? Yeah. And and uh, and and yet and now they're here. They are. They send the drag queens to the to the Capitol in Helena to say no, no, no. We should have the ability to perform for little kids. What? Yeah, absolutely crazy. The other big story that I wanted to sound off on this morning. I was I was listening to uh, listening to uh, to uh, a Brett Barron special report on the drive over, and then of course flipped over to to Mark Levin. And I wanted to call into Mark Levin's show because on, on Fox News, they were like, they were saying, oh, John Tester grills defense officials. And I'm like, no, he didn't. He's covering for the Biden administration. They, they thought that he was tough on defense officials yesterday because he said he was scared of the China balloon that flew over. And it's like, dude, by telling the Chinese that you're scared, you just showed weakness now. Exactly. And you, you look at what the, you know, what sort of intelligence that balloon could have gathered. And honestly, I, I don't know that it could have gathered anything that you couldn't have already gotten from Google Earth or their their high high orbit satellites or anything like that. But the whole point is that they did it. That they 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 gave the uh, double barrel middle finger to the United States and said, "We're going to fly over your country and we dare you to do anything." And we didn't. Yeah. And that's, you know, there was. I don't think there's any intelligence loss, but. But that exhibition of fear is plays right into what China was trying to accomplish. That's, that's what Mary Todd out of the Flathead, Flathead said earlier this week. It's not the China spy balloon. It's the China intimidation balloon. And John Tester admitted being intimidated. Weakness. Reporting from the Montana Legislature, I'm Eleanor Smith. The House Business and Labor Committee heard testimony Wednesday on a bill that would entitle all workers in Montana to five days of paid sick leave per year. Democratic Representative S.J. Howell is the sponsor of House Bill 386. They said paid time off in Montana is understudied, but the picture is likely to follow the national trends, especially the statistics that show low-wage workers have less access to sick leave than higher-wage workers. Everyone gets sick sometimes or has a sick kid or a sick parent to care for, but not everyone has the time to get better or care for a loved one. 
In fact, thousands of Montanans right now face a pretty difficult choice when they get sick. The bill would apply to any business with at least 10 employees, and it would apply to full-time and part-time employees equally. The bill would also provide protections against any employer retaliation for taking sick days. There were seven proponents of the bill who said people working paycheck to paycheck or in the service industry are often hit the hardest by missing work. Two people opposed the bill, including Dave Gall of the Montana Chamber of Commerce. We recognize the employee issues going on in Montana, but we believe that this is a decision left to the marketplace and left to the employers and their small businesses. The committee did not take immediate action. Available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navage, NAV, AGE, Clean Nose, Healthy Life. Yeah, I thought what Elon Musk had to say in that personal phone call to Montana's United States Senator Steve Daines after Steve Daines had his account suspended on Twitter, the response from Elon Musk was very interesting. Basically, Elon Musk told Steve Daines that this country should not be run by a bunch of folks in San Francisco with San California-style zoning regulations will keep Montana feeling like Montana. To learn more, go to FrontierInstitute.org slash housing. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. Uh, well, of course, you knew you knew John Jackson was going to weigh in here. Uh, the Joker from Twitter joins us every uh, every Tuesday in the eight o'clock hour. We got Tim from Savage with us here on location at our remote uh, broadcast studio here this morning from uh, the Glendive Agri Trade Expo. Uh, his response was to the uh, the drag queen performers showing up in full regalia at the uh, the state capitol. Uh, wonder how their job interviews uh, are going here. So that's what he shared via Twitter. Uh, the Democrats are already getting triggered here uh this is childish uh, it's like wait so are you criticizing the drag performers showing up dressed like this at the state capitol is childish or are you mad uh, my tweet simply said this busy week at the montana legislature and uh and it was it, and it was it was a yep. very busy week at the montana legislature but uh yeah no this uh, this is great so we do have to we do have to joke about this though for another second here before we move on to, to other topics this morning tim so you know we're here at the glendive agri trade expo the gate show friday's seminar schedule we've got the uh, soil test analysis at 11 o'clock this morning chet hill from nutrient ag solution is oh, doing yeah. the chester he's a uh, well, sydney high school graduate is Good he? Guy. all right yep. yeah uh, my buddy nathan haney works for uh, for nutrient out of out of billings he's a circle then again if you got the name haney and you're from circle there's only about like 15 kids anyway <laughs> yeah. so uh so everybody knows the haney's out of circle uh there's a, a veterinarian is doing uh your best shot at reproduction and immunity uh, so that'll be going on at 1 p.m. And it's not about the vax. It's not about the vaccine no. and uh, reproduction. It's not about uh, transgender surgeries. No, uh, no. So I think we get that one clear. And then 2 p.m. Value added agriculture opportunities. That should be a really interesting one. But uh, Mike Carlson, who uh, uh, opened up the doors for us here this morning, he he heard us uh, joking around here and he said, "Well, uh, yeah, we're going to have a." Well, yeah, you guys didn't hear. We're going to have a, a, a drag queen story hour back in the back of the Epic Center here later today, too. Bring all the kids down, you know. All the ranchers encouraged to bring their families in. And it'll be a family-friendly drag show with the 
with all the clowns dressed up. I tried to ask Mike, uh, Mike, what's your stage name? He did not give it to us. <laughs> no. It was classified information. If you need that, you're going to have to ask the communist Chinese what they picked up on their spy balloon that hovered over Montana. Or be here later on this afternoon for the show. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, so the spy balloon. I sent this uh, I sent this tweet out yesterday. So because the Democrats still control the United States Senate, John Tester is the chairman of some subcommittees. So he's got a perch to look tough, and he's going to do everything he can now to look tough because, oh, go figure, next year is an election yeah, year. So yeah. now he has to be Mr. Moderate all over again. He has to pretend to be tough on some of the shenanigans in the Biden administration. I wonder, does he ever get dizzy with all of his swaying back and forth? He goes to the left, and then he always, uh, come election time, tries to get himself spun back into the middle to, to, to get enough votes and to pretend he's a moderate. But as soon as the election is over, all of a sudden he is screaming back over to the radical left. Well, and, and even still, I made the point yesterday, 19 hours ago, I said, I said, wow, liberal Senator uh, John Tester once again providing cover fire for the communist chinese and the weak response from the biden administration so and this is where i I wanted to call in the levin show yesterday but you know when you're driving between miles city and glendive not necessarily the best time to call anybody because the cell service cuts in and out so much but i wanted to call in to be like hey for any of these any of these these news outlets that are that are running with any sort of storyline that tester was tough on defense officials he was not in case in point daniela diaz with politico uh, shared this quote here was tester at the hearing on the chinese spy balloon flying over montana quote i was very discouraged by some of the responses from elected officials in the house and senate who decided this was a great opportunity to score some cheap political points and get attention on social media He's basically providing cover fire for the communist Chinese, providing cover fire for the weak response from the Biden administration, and he's taking a shot at his fellow Montanans who said what almost every Montanan has said, shoot it down, yeah. shoot it down now. So he's not hes not being tough. He's, he's providing cover fire once again. And that's all it is. He is certainly not representing Montana in that regard. He is, he, like you said, he's providing cover for the Biden administration and is not representing Montana in the least. I mean, and it would be really interesting. We've talked about it all week long. Um, if we had the fighters back in Montana, would the governor have been legally authorized to to get those fighters in the air and take it down over Montana airspace, or are those federal assets? And what that would have been really interesting. Um, the C-130s, as cool as they are, they probably don't have that ability, so they couldn't have done it. And even the new Blackhawks in Billings couldn't have done anything about it. But yeah, it would have been interesting to see. But, but every Montana, there wasn't a single Montana I heard that said, "Ah, nothing to see here," or or certainly didn't crawl under a rock and say, "We're scared. We were mad." I think I don't know if it was Jesse Waters. Somebody went like into the the heart of New York City or somewhere, uh, somewhere, some inner city somewhere, and they were doing man-on-the-street interviews. Hey, what do you think about this China spy balloon? And there were people, man, I pull out my samurai sword, I take that thing down. You know, like, <laughs> Joe Schmo, whether you're on Main Street, Glendive, Montana, whether you're on Highway 2 in Wolf Point, 
or or whether you're in you know uh, 32nd and Broadway in New York City, everybody has the obvious common sense response to take that thing down. Yeah. What in the world is going on? And 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 I was we saying before in the other segment, they probably didn't get any intelligence out of it. And yeah, now we're saying, oh well, it had antennas. Well, of course it had antennas. It, I mean, they were in direct contact with it back and forth. And Biden still says he wouldn't have done anything different. But and then he tries. So is it that he wouldn't have done anything different, or is he going to blame the military? Because he's blamed everybody. He said, well, I didn't do this, and that well, the military intelligence said to do this, and he's he has completely deflected anything. And all and the, probably the reality is, is he was looking. It up and saying, "Oh, pretty balloon," and he didn't have a clue what was going on anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of John Jackson, uh, yeah, on Tuesday he he joked one of his favorite China spy balloon memes was the one where they put John Tester's tie over the uh, spy balloon. On <laughs> I the didn't side see that one. It. Oh man! Uh, oh, there, there was another good China spy balloon meme. I I don't know if this one made our list. We we shared a great roll up of all the uh, spy balloon memes earlier in the week on MontanaTalks.com, but uh, somebody did the uh, Billy Bob loves Charlene on the side of the water balloon. <laughs> did they do it in John the Deere spy Green? Balloon, and it was in John Deere oh, Green. <laughs> now my buddy, now my buddy Will Self, and I think he's okay with me using his name here. My buddy Will Self, he he had a great response to that. He said, and and you know what was it? Let's see, you know Billy Bob loves Charlene, and yeah, it was written in John Deere Green, um, but and the whole world thought that she would have used red. Uh, <laughs> and then I added the yep. line, but it looked good to buy Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite was um, was uh, Eric, Happy Valentine's Day from Fang Fang. Yeah, that's the clear winner. That's the clear winner. Yeah, I wonder if, uh, I, I'm going to just bet some money. Because one thing they're claiming that they were able to glean from the remnants of the spy balloon is that hey? Apparently, some there there was English writing on some of the components. Okay, well, the, yeah, they could have bought some of this stuff yeah. off the internet. Who knows, right? But I just wonder any of the companies that they find out are affiliated with the China spy balloon. I just wonder, will will we find out if former Democrat Senator Max Baucus happens to be on the board mm. for said companies yeah, because be he's on the board for a bunch of Chinese businesses communist Chinese basically uh, basically run run companies that he's been profiting off of here uh, ever since he stepped down as ambassador well and uh, are you claiming that uh, US officials get themselves on um, high pay no work boards of foreign countries that we are adversarial with nah no nah. I mean, it, that is just silly talk there's no way the president's son would do anything like that yeah exactly hey uh it's a little hard to take uh, phone calls when i'm uh on the road in a remote location like this uh, we're, we're going to try to to nail that one down because it is fun to take your phone calls even when we're on the road so that being said send us a message on our montana talks app and uh and then uh, uh you know i can share your message over the air share your message here with our friend tim from savage joining us here remotely from glendive as well some of the folks that are going to join us uh, coming up in the nine o'clock hour of course we're going to check in with uh, uh some of the great local ffa chapter uh, folks here in the glendive area in dawson county cody fulton is running the show here for the gate show this year he'll give us the the uh the opener uh in the nine o'clock hour and then i'm hoping we get a chance to chat with haley vine haley vine is uh is going to be talking about value-added agricultural opportunities. Uh, she is with the Food and Agriculture Development Center, and I think she's based out of Wolf Point. So uh, that's just some of the folks uh, that, that we're uh, look, hoping to chat with coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, 
Uh, Tim, out of Savage, Sydney Sugars, I, you know, because you're so connected in the community out here in eastern Montana, you know what people are thinking. You know what people are feeling, not only after the, the, the shutdown was announced, but a lot of people kind of saw it coming, unfortunately. Yeah, and I, honestly, Aaron, I, I've seen this coming for at least the last three or four years. And um, the, the uh, Eric and Crystal, they had been squeezing out the farmers for years and years and kept going and, and ratcheting those contract prices down further and further and taking more of the profits. And you you mix in there. We've got the uh, the MDU factory shutting down and being tore down, so we lost our. And then that that of course means that the coal mine outside of Savage is in the process of, of being closed down, and the, the reclamation work is underway there. And that we just knew that the sugar beet factory was going to be the next domino to fall. But you look at what the, this this company was doing, and it almost seemed like they intended for this to happen. They wanted to just get get squeeze out whatever profit they could for a number of years but then i think it was lane norland had the report with from adam psycho today and and shared more of that information that about why the farmers just can't buy the factory and why we can't just get it in as a co-op it's because when you when they bought that factory they also bought that right to sell the sugar yeah no, that was a very interesting report from Lane Norland. That'll be coming up later in the 9 o'clock hour. Yeah. Okay, even if you can, because that was one of my questions. I was talking with one of the farmers at the Glendive Wolf Point game last night. Is Okay, so can you start a local co-op, take it over? Well, we tried in the past, and it's been a challenge for a number of reasons. There's environmental challenges. Okay, if you don't buy that, what, what this one farmer told me, you don't buy that plant within the next year, you got to start all over yes. again with emissions and everything else. So, so the environmental red tape, you would not be able to surmount it unless a deal is brokered really fast but then okay you might you might buy the factory but can you sell the sugar all right back after yeah what you doing with your phone taking pictures no i'm asking questions like what hey bobo do flowers have best friends i'm sorry i'm afraid i don't know that hey follow me i want to show you something look flowers do have best friends whoa some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Uh, thankfully, Tim here, uh, Tim and Savage with us here at the Gate Show in Glendive here for this 8 o'clock hour of the program. Uh, I got a good reminder from, from Travis here. I got, I got to tell our friends, you know, because it's February now. And so, you know, a lot of people tried to go to the gym and tried to do some, some phony diet program to lose weight in January, and it didn't work. And so now is the time when we're supposed to tell them about Billings Last Diet. Yeah, exactly. So they know about a program that actually works. And so I was thinking, and how do we transition into this, you know, spy balloon to uh, Billings Last Diet? Well, but it makes perfect sense because there's a lot of you out there, you're thinking, holy cow, i got a China spy balloon hovering around my waistline right now. <laughs> yeah, if, you're, if your uh, pant size has ballooned. Yeah. It's floating over the state. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that happened to me. I got back from my last deployment, and uh, 
You know, you, you weren't going to shoot a hole through the spy balloon that was hovering around my waistline. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, Billings Last Diet, for those who aren't familiar with it, it's an ideal protein-based program. And what they focus on, you maintain your muscle mass, you get the ideal amount of protein in your diet. So good Montana beef for dinner, for example. Uh, and then you follow their ideal protein protocols uh, for the rest of the day. Incredible program. I lost 33 pounds and under uh under uh, uh, f- uh, under three months and then have kept the weight off now for almost four years uh, later. So uh, just an incredible program. It's a program that works. You don't even need to call up uh, the uh, the U.S. military to deflate that, that <laughs> balloon. You just call up uh, Dr. Dale Williams and his team of coaches, billingslastdiet.com. All right. Well, we transition into that uh, that segment there. Uh, what should we? What else do you want to talk about? I keep throwing out all these questions to you. Well, there's so many different things. I, I, you know, one of my my biggest topics is just the the mainstream media, and you know, we already posted a picture of a couple of clowns earlier on Twitter, and the, the clown show that is the mainstream media, and their just total lack of reporting on on things, the way they the, the the cover fire that they provide for the the administration, the total lack of reporting, and I mean, not even the lies. I mean, we you could you could spend an entire four hours every day talking about the lies that are put out there, but the cover fire that they provide and um, pretending that the facts don't exist is one of the things that drives me the most nuts and I tell you I don't even watch the news I just I I very selectively pick what I listen to on the radio and read on the internet just because I, I I, I would just go crazy if I tried to watch any of those 24-hour news stations and seeing all the garbage that's out there. I'm, I'm hoping we can kind of kind of goat this uh, great farmer that's sitting next to you into joining us on the microphone here, maybe in the 9 o'clock hour as well, because, uh, yeah, uh, that, that's what I love about coming. Paul Sterlockson last night from KXGN Radio, he was uh, he was doing the play-by-play for the, the Glendive-Wolf Point game last night. And, and after the game, I hopped on air with him and was chatting with our, our friends uh, uh, here in Glendive, and then I think some of them were still on in Wolf Point as well doing that simulcast. And uh, and he said, well, wh- why do you like coming out here for the Gate Show so much? Because I've, I've been coming here for, you know, 10-plus years now for the Gate Show. If I wasn't overseas uh, or, you know, gone, for example, or in that one year in 2021 when they didn't have a show, mm-hmm. I've, I've been here. And I, I got to thinking about it more. And you know, part of what I really love about coming here is this is where Montana is still Montana. I mean, when I come in and when I see the, the local folks that come here for the cowbells lunch later today, I feel like I'm I'm at a potluck at the Lutheran Church in Glasgow, Montana, with my grandma and all her friends. Well, and it, and it feels almost like county fair time here with the exhibitors. You got the equipment. You've got uh, we got the kids of the blue corduroy jackets off there in the distance, and so you got the FFA and the 4-H booths that are set up. I mean, it just it gives you that little bit of a taste of Montana. Uh, fair time right here in in the middle of winter even though it's not winter out um, so you know there have been times you've come here that it's it's been certainly the dead of winter but no excuse not to come out to the gate today that's right in fact i just saw the gentleman uh, he was the the county uh, farm bureau president i'm not sure if he's still the county farm bureau president but uh, he just walked in i remember catching up with him a few years ago here on the show and uh, and these bronze sculptures that are are right next to me here uh, pamela har uh, has uh, I believe is it the uh, I've got it right here in front of me. Bridger Bronze is her gallery featuring her bronze statues and the works of her late husband Harvey Ratty. These are incredible bronze sculptures. I, I mean these things. 
I, I'm telling you, like I, we were at an auction in Bozeman last uh, last uh, August, September for Warriors and Quiet Waters, and just one of these bronzes right here was would have gone for fifteen thousand yeah. dollars at that auction, and, and and you can get a raffle ticket to win one of them right right here right now, and that thing's only that it, the list price of that is thirty four hundred dollars. I'm telling you, if you were auctioning that thing off in Bozeman today, you'd get three times as much for that for that. Yeah, and she does such beautiful work, and you see her work all around here in Glendive as well, in in different places around town on the bridges. It's just uh, just absolutely wonderful, and it just it captures what it is like out here in Rome, Montana. You see. I just glance it over and looking at some of them. You see uh, three three stallions in full gallop. You've got a uh, uh, beautiful eagle landing on a branch. But uh, my favorite is the uh, the bugler standing underneath the flagpole with the flag at half staff, and that is just gorgeous to look at. Yeah, here. I, I looked at the price on that, and I, <clears throat> I I will have to try to win a raffle ticket. <laughs> but it well, is, then, it's worth every if penny. If you look over your left shoulder, you see the life life size horse with kids, uh, uh, you know, kids sitting on and, and playing on this horse. Life size bronze sculpture. I think eventually that's going to go in front of the courthouse, if I'm not mistaken. But on the the bridge over the Yellowstone mm-hmm. River, she's got uh, sculptures that will greet you on the entrances of the bridge. This was also. I, I should I I should save some of this uh, l- later for the nine o'clock hour. But but yeah, I mean this is the type of stuff. If you were at Cowboy Christmas during the National Finals Rodeo in Las Vegas, that's when you typically get to see stuff like this. Yes. And then you have it right here, right here in the heart of Mondakistan here in Glendive at the Gate Show. And so it's it's amazing what you get to see here and what what sort of exhibitors show up for this. In addition to you know you've got the you've got the the, the side by sides and you've got the seed the seed uh, dealers and all the different regular folks that you would expect, and as, as well as MSU Extension here as well. Of course, yeah, booths from Canada, booths from the Dakotas, and of course uh, companies from across Montana making the trip. And then then it all all leads into the mate show uh which takes place next weekend uh in in billings uh let's see uh oh back to the sydney sugars thing because i know we kind of got cut off by that that last hard break there yeah i thought you communicated everything that i've been hearing from folks on the ground here in eastern montana even from folks who are involved in you know sugar beet farming closer to, to central montana in billings as well that yeah basically it looks like this company was just they'd been putting the squeeze on these farmers for a number of years uh and and they were constantly giving local farmers less money for their for their product mm-hmm. for their sugar beets and and at the same time they weren't investing in the beet factory in sydney so it just looked like they were trying to squeeze as much money out of this area as they possibly could until they eventually packed their bags and went back to to the you know to the Red River Valley. Well, and every good farmer or rancher out here is able to fix just about anything with uh, with a, a spool of baling wire and a roll of duct tape. And it sounds like that's the way they were maintaining the plant as well, and just just doing the bare minimum to keep it going, to keep things going there, and like I said, to squeeze out every penny of profit that they could. And was really frustrating. And I know that immediately afterwards there were letters to the editor from the uh, producers saying you know the company made it look like well the Farmers weren't gonna weren't gonna do it anymore. Well, the reality is we have tens of thousands of acres of wonderful irrigated farmland here in the uh, 
in the Yellowstone Valley, and there is so much for land and so many acreages that could have been planted with beets, but the farmers found that there were other things that were more profitable, and now they're being forced to do something different. You know, they were down to 18,000 acres when not that many years ago it was 40,000 acres of beets. And so I, I've talked to some of the larger landowners down in the valley, and they're, they're going to transition to corn. They're going to be looking at lentils. They're looking at, um, at other other oil crops, and so just looking at a variety of different things. Soybeans. Uh, Soybeans is another Potatoes one. is one of the ones that I asked about, and I think was it uh, closer to Fallon and Terry, where some of the potato uh, producers are at, and obviously our friends listening on 1450 KMMS in Bozeman, and our friends in the Mission Valley near Ronan right now, great potato country uh, for both of those as well. One of the questions I asked is, okay, could you, could you, and Daryl and Kalispell even called in about this yesterday, hey, is there something the state can do to, to help out here? Is there something, you know, the local could do can you start a co-op well they've tried that in the past it's it's challenging for for a number of reasons and yeah like we were saying right before that break earlier is that when they when they bought that plant sydney sugars it also came with the right to sell the sugar and so even if the farmers could put the money together buy the plant put the money into it to whatever even if all of those things were to fall into place with the regulatory issues and all of that other stuff they still wouldn't have the right to sell the sugar and that's something that uh, i don't think a lot of people understand it is it's like uh, it's like a liquor license or a casino license or all or gaming licenses all those different things you have to have the right to do that and who do you get that from the government and so because of the way that the laws are set up you can't just put up a sugar beet factory and and start selling sugar you have to have that right to sell the sugar as a commodity just like you couldn't put up a distillery and then start selling your your other commodity you know you're heavily restricted yeah no that that's interesting so even if they were able to do a co-op can they even sell the sugar and then could they even meet the environmental red tape that goes with everything and yeah, number of questions, that's for sure. All right, quick break here on Montana Talks. Back live from Glendive right after this. Your morning espresso starts right here. It's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Two-thirds of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. The average American household is paying $10,000 in Biden inflation tax. Gas prices are up 46%. Real wage growth is down. Heating and electric bills now at a 25-year high. Credit card debt is at an all-time record, a 15% jump in the third quarter. That's the highest in over two decades. America's trade deficit, the highest on record. GDP growth is down. Mortgage rates last week were at about 7% for a 30-year fixed. Uh, When he took office, it was only 2.7%. Americans are now paying more taxes than ever. And the question remains, are you better off now than you were two years ago? The Sean Hannity Show from coast to coast later today. My friend had his home stolen. The crime is home title theft. It's real. It's horrendous, but it's real and it's everywhere. Now, luckily, this was just a demo, but I saw how criminals all around the world target American homeowners, and that's why I protect my home with home title lock, and you need to as well. And a thief can simply forge your signature on a legal document claiming you sold your home to them. Homeowners insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you, but home title lock does. So protect yourself. 
Just go to their website. It's hometitlelock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Verify your home's title is still safely in your name. Then just register your address for a free, no-obligation home title report for your files. That is a $100 value, absolutely free. That's hometitlelock.com slash Sean, hometitlelock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. This is the Montana Economic Minute. One of the biggest uncertainties in the coming year is inflation. Can the Federal Reserve succeed in bringing it down? And can it do it without tanking the economy? Let me rephrase those questions another way. What would it take for the Federal Reserve to be successful? One part of the recipe for success is already happening, and that's declining energy prices. Retail gasoline prices are down substantially from their peak, although price declines for diesel, natural gas, and electricity are much more modest. Another thing that must happen is an end to supply chain bottlenecks. Here, too, the news is modestly good. Inventories are rising and congestion has eased. In some cases, substantially. Other events are not as promising. Labor markets need more slack to contain wage, wage pressures that feed inflation. But hiring remains strong and job openings still exceed the number of unemployed by many multiples. And wage gains are strong. The prospects for a Goldilocks ending that gives us growth. Thompson Pools. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Well, Tim, I I had to send this message out. Uh, Everybody is listening to Montana talks, even triggered liberals who won't fire a shot in defense of America but hide behind fake accounts. Uh, Listen live on the KJJR app or the Montana Talks app or check out our station list at (laughs) MontanaTalks.com. Yeah, so this uh, this one uh, fake Twitter account from some liberal outfit. Uh, This is kind of funny. They said, well, if the Chinese spy balloon was hovering over Billings when Aaron was there, it certainly didn't gather any intelligence. <laughs> I get a good laugh out of that one. But, uh, yeah, but, hey, thanks for listening. Even the triggered liberals who won't take a shot in defense of America oh, and, are also triggered, though. And I wanted to point out, unlike the Joker with his 80,000 uh, followers, I bring all 559 of my Twitter followers here today. So, John, I, I, I contributed to the cause. Well, that's, you know, that's the allotment you've been given. <laughs> that's my allotment. That's, uh, <laughs> you know, and the government isn't going to give you a bigger allotment. You know? No, They're no. Trying to shut Eastern Montana down now, you know. So, uh, uh, I had to joke about this too. So, uh, y- you also pastor uh, uh, churches on both sides of the Mondakistan border, and uh, and you you were joking earlier about how man, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that because you're a, a county school superintendent and you're doing all all these uh, these great things in the community. Being a being a Lutheran pastor uh, around Lent can be crazy. I mean, it's like getting your military military uniform ready for the big ball. Like, what what ribbon goes where? What color do I wear this weekend? Oh shoot, I I brought the wrong scarf this weekend. What's going on? Well, and especially if I'm going over to the other state and heading over to Squaw Gap, I got to make sure I got the right color stole and make sure all that. And I did last week. I did take the alb home and wash it up to make sure that it was ready for Lent. So we're we're ready to tackle it. But as I was sharing, once I once I get through the uh, the District 2C basketball tournament and then the Eastern Sea Divisionals, I'll have about 40 games under my belt in the next three weeks. And so Lent is going to feel like a piece of cake once I get done spending that much time with the headset on. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be doing a lot of the Sydney games, right? A lot of the uh, Sydney Actually, games Actually, the 2C up, games. I, I, do oh, the, really? I do all the Class C. So we do the 2C, the big 2C tournament. 20, 20 teams coming to town, 10 boys, 10 girls teams. It starts on Monday 
Four games Monday, four Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then eight on Friday, six on Saturday, and then two more the following Monday. Class C, Luster Christian, small Christian school, out in literally the middle of nowhere, unless you're, you know, the Schmeckfest is, yep. is uh, on your calendar. It's basically up, you know, if you built a triangle between Glasgow, Wolf Point, and Luster, Luster's at the top of that triangle. But they've got a Christian school there, a boarding school. They've got kids from all over the world, Taiwan, all over the place. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing them. They're definitely, they're up in the 3C, so we will see them in a couple of weeks over in uh, Wolf Point. Uh, March 1 through 4 is the Eastern Sea Divisional. And, of course, with Lent, I can't make it on Monday. So I'm going to be asking our friends at, uh, at at KVCK to cover for me on that day. But then I'll be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But I'm looking forward. That Luster boys team looks like the real deal there. And um, and then seeing who can come out of possibly out of the two seed to make it to state. So it's uh, going to be an exciting time. Those, lots and lots of basketball. Those Class C games are going to be fun to watch. Where's the Class C tournament at this year, by the way? Is it is it back in Billings? State is in Billings. Yep. Okay. Well, hopefully they can find hotel rooms. I guess a bunch of homeless folks have been filling up well, the uh, hotel rooms. So. I was planning on staying in. <laughs> your camper and well so hey there we go crashing, yeah. crashing in your, your driveway special there. price for right. your special price <laughs> all right great to see you tim thanks for stopping in and seeing us hey whether you're in the middle of nowhere in the middle of nowhere you could be all the way up in luster you could be out here in glendive or you could be right down the street from farm 406 uh they'll ship you your prescriptions and when your prescriptions show up they'll be organized by day and by time of day. So for, for our listeners in the Billings area, you can just drive in uh, 38th and Grand, see our friends at Farm 406 uh, if you want to get your prescriptions that way, or they'll drive them to you in the Billings area. They can mail them out elsewhere. But, uh, but yeah, they have these little push tabs where, you know, Friday morning's meds are in one tab. Friday afternoon's meds are in another tab. So you're not sitting there, you know, fumbling and juggling around these pill bottles as you're trying to get organized for the day. So it makes it a lot easier. I also go there to get some uh, Montana-made supplements, you know, pre-workout, BCAA, all made by All-American Pharmaceuticals right here in Montana. So check them out, farm406.com.